The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use the promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. You are listening to your Champions League Futures Preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on X at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can also follow my alternative Twitter account where I tweet about all sports. That is at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. I use that account to tweet about all sports. I use that account to tweet out or post out free plays. The last two plays I posted out for free both hit. So we're on a strong run. But most significantly... I use that account to post my monthly PL. I am a tracked and transparent handicapper who has now made a profit for 123 months in a row. That means for over a decade, while I have had losing days, I've even had losing weeks, I've never lost for the entirety of a month, 123 months undefeated. The pin tweet on that account is my profit and loss spreadsheet for the month of August. If you want to do further research, I always encourage full due diligence and you don't need to scroll through the X account to find it. You can simply head over to the website lockbetting.com where all of my PL spreadsheets are posted. After that, if you are looking for additional content from me, just simply shoot me a DM on that X account. Once again, it is at LockBettingX. That is at LockBettingX. One of the main things that I do 
when I provide plays is I encourage sensible bankroll management. So I make betting accessible for everybody with a disposable income. If you don't have a disposable income, you should not be engaging in sports betting anyway. But if you do and you want to make some additional money without putting out silly bets and risking blowing your bankroll, I will manage that bankroll sensibly. I don't do five unit plays. I don't do 10 unit maxes. I don't do 20 unit whales. I don't do plays of the year, which are 50 to 100 units, even though they seem to be put out on a weekly basis. I don't do none of that. I don't chase losses with bigger plays. I sensibly manage a bankroll and thus far has resulted, thankfully, in 123 unbeaten months of transparent and tracked profit. So moving on to our Champions League futures, we start with the outright winner market, which is led by the current Champions League holders, Manchester City. Once again, they got themselves a very, very easy group. It hasn't changed the pricing too much. What's happened instead is other teams have moved out slightly. City were the two to one favourites at the start of the competition before the draw was made and they remain as the two to one favourites after the draw was made. Bayern Munich, they are now at 11 to 2. They've moved out slightly from 5 to 1, although they shouldn't have done because that has happened because they've drawn Manchester United. And if you've seen Manchester United recently, that really shouldn't have happened because Bayern Munich should comfortably sail through their group. We're going to look at that group shortly. We're going to look through all of the groups once we've covered this outright market. Real Madrid are available at 15 to 2. I think that's big for Real Madrid given their pedigree in this competition. However, I do think they will suffer without an out-and-out number nine. Jude Bellingham has had an incredible start to his Real Madrid career, chipping in with goals from that false nine position. But ultimately, I do think they'll fall short unless they address that and they don't have time to address it. I think I don't think they're going to do it in the January window. I think they're looking mainly at Kylian Mbappe next summer, which will make this a very, very strong lineup when you look at the defensive options with Militao being your main centre-back. I think he's good enough to do that. You've got Courtois behind him. You have a plethora of midfielders now with the likes of uh, Kamavinga and Tushimeni being able to protect your back four. You still have Luka Modric and Tony Cruz in your squad, but in Jude Bellingham, you have a replacement now for those players. He can lead the Real Madrid midfield into the next generation. And uh, things are looking very, very good on all fronts for Real Madrid, especially if they can sign Kylian Mbappe in that forward position. The only thing that I question is that Kylian Mbappe isn't actually your number nine. He doesn't play as a number nine where he's at. And he won't want to play as a number nine when he comes to Real Madrid. So are you going to continue utilising Jude Bellingham in this false nine position, moving Mbappe out wide along with Vinny Jr. on the other flank. It is a very exciting starting lineup, but for those that think Real Madrid are going to go back to adopting a 4-3-3 system with Kylian Mbappe solving your number nine issues, that's not going to be the case. I think it's going to be a lineup similar to what we see now with Kylian Mbappe occupying one of the three places in attack, but one of those wide places instead. And 
to be honest, if it works with Bellingham, why would you change it? So it'd be interesting to see what they do if they sign Mbappe and how they utilise him. But I do think they are, at the moment, two or three players short, especially when we don't know the situation with Thibaut Courtois and exactly when he's going to come back and at what stage of the Champions League will be at and how ready will he be to come on and immediately play. We saw Bayern Munich suffer last year with the loss of Manuel Neuer and uh, that was a key thing for Bayern Munich last season, having to adapt without that sweeper keeper, something they are a lot more used to playing with as opposed to Jan Sommer, who is a goalkeeper, who was a good replacement, a solid solid replacement, but prefers to stay on his line and not contribute towards the build-up play and play as an active sweeper, much like Manuel Neuer does. Up next in the market, a big surprise for me, which I alluded to previously, is Arsenal. Putting Arsenal ahead of PSG and Barcelona in this market doesn't make much sense to me. They're priced up at 10 to 1. They will not be winning the Champions League this season. This dream of Arsenal going to Wembley Stadium, which is near them, and lifting the Champions League trophy, I can put a wet cloth over that right now and tell you that that is not going to be happening. Arsenal are a team at the moment who still, to me, look disjointed. They are lucky to have the points tally that they have in the Premier League. They have not looked impressive in any single game so far, whether it be scraping to a 2-1 win against Nottingham Forest, scraping to a 1-0 win against Crystal Palace, um, relinquishing three points against 10-man Fulham in a 2-2 draw at home. The 3-1 win against Manchester United where Manchester United were tactically ahead of Arsenal in that game and should have gone on to win the game 2-1 and Arsenal was saved by a marginal offside decision which still doesn't look offside to me to this day. Manchester United were also not awarded a penalty and Arsenal stole the game through a 96th minute set piece through Declan Rice and then went on to get the third one against the runner play or on a counter-attack rather to to go on and win the game 3-1 which flattered them and then this weekend they were only able to score once against Everton in a 1-0 win so to me this doesn't look like a clinical team who has incredible chemistry who are going to go on and challenge for both the Premier League and in the Champions League as well granted Arsenal have a comfortable group Arsenal should win their group But Barcelona should also win their group. And I'm also not tipping them to win the Champions League. Plus, Barcelona are the Spanish champions. And under Mikel Arteta, Arsenal have won absolutely nothing other than an FA Cup at the beginning of his tenure. But last season, a season where they are are being heavily praised for, Arsenal did nothing, won nothing, and they still shouldn't be this high up in the market. Up next, you do have PSG. A very different PSG, a team built less on individuals. And I was higher on PSG than I am now before the weekend. But to lose that game by three goals to do against Nice kind of undoes a lot of what Louis Enriquez tried to implement, which is dominating the ball possession throughout not allowing your team opportun- uh, your opponent's opportunities to have the ball. And if you don't have the ball, you cannot score goals. 
and you certainly cannot score three goals. So PSG have been implementing that successfully. They have been a team who look a lot less likely to concede goals whilst dominating games and creating chances for themselves to win the games. It seemed like a very, very foolproof plan. And if it was executed with players who were willing to let Kylian Mbappe be the sole star, as opposed to when he was playing alongside Neymar and Messi. It could have been a strategy that worked, but this weekend was the undoing of that, in my opinion. And I would be concerned if I was a PSG fan. Obviously, we can have anomalies, but PSG are in a very, very tough group. And it surprises me to see them here at 12-1 to 1 in the market, ahead of Barcelona, who are the La Liga champions, who coming to the start of the Champions League off the back of a very impressive 5-0 win, and who are a team who don't concede goals. They had the best at defensive record in all of Europe's top leagues last season. This is a very different Barcelona team to ones that just completely suffocated you, outplayed you and battered you when Lionel Messi was there. This is a more conservative team that don't concede goals, do dominate ball possession and try to just beat you through the chances that they do create through the dominance of the ball. What PSG are essentially trying to do. So in PSG and Barcelona, you have two teams trying to do the same thing. The The difference is, is that Barcelona have been successful with it at a much higher level in terms of winning La Liga. They did not fare very well in Champions League last year. They did not fare very well in Europa League last year. But they were in a much more difficult group than they are this season. I expect Barcelona to sail through and to be a threat in this competition as long as they can continue being defensively solid at the back as they have been in La Liga. And as I said, they come on into this. They come into this um, Champions League off the back of a five-nil win at the weekend. So that wasn't finding a way to win conservatively and getting the job done. That was very impressive. Up next in the market, we have Manchester United at 20 to 1. Then we have Atletico Madrid at 22 to 1. Last season's finals, Inter Milan at 22 to 1 also. And finally, we have Newcastle and Napoli both priced up at 25 to 1, with everybody else bigger than 50 to 1. So I didn't say too much about the teams lower down there in the market. That doesn't mean that I'm going to completely disregard their chances, although I don't feel any of them will be lifting this trophy. But I am going to talk about them more extensively when I do reach their respective groups, because we are now going to move on to talking about those individual groups and who I see winning and qualifying from the groups. Before we do that, though, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about DraftKings. We're back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with the code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Let me also use this quick pause to tell you guys about game time. Buying tickets to your favourite events shouldn't be stressful. For me, it often is. 
I travel to lots of stuff. I go to loads of football matches. I watch comedy. When I come over to the US, I'm there for WWE, UFC, MLB, NBA, NFL. And it's usually always stressful. Whether it be waiting for your ticket to come through, whether it be when to buy your ticket, is it going to get cheaper? Is it going to get more expensive? Is this the best seat? Is a seat going to open up here? Is a seat going to open up there? But obviously the main thing out of all of that would be the ticket not actually coming through or waiting for it to coming through or worrying about it working or not getting any help from will call because it wasn't bought through Ticketmaster or the arena. This is all stress. This is all nonsense that I've dealt with time after time. Ticket buying shouldn't be that stressful. And game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theatre near you. They have killer deals on last minute tickets, which is usually the way I buy mine. And they give you a best price guarantee. So you can actually stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have at the event. Unless you're watching Manchester United, which I did on Saturday. And um, that wouldn't have been fun, no matter who I got my ticket from, even if it was free. Um, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Crazily, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use the code CFBX. I'll give you that code again, CFBX, for $20 off your first purchase. Times apply, but again, create an account and redeem our code to sweeten the deal even more by getting $20 off, and that code is CFBX. That's CFBX. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So let's move on to looking at these Champions League groups We'll start, of course, with Group A, because anything else wouldn't make sense. And that group is led by Bayern Munich. They are the favourites to top this group at the price of 8-15. to 15. Manchester United are the second favourites here at 2-1. to one. It's 10-1 to one on Galatasaray, and it's 28-1 to one on Copenhagen. The qualification odds see Bayern Munich at 1-12. to 12. Man United at one to three, Galatasaray at five to two, and Copenhagen at fifteen to two. I can tell you with almost one hundred percent confidence, Bayern Munich will win this group. Bayern Munich will not only win this group, but they will win it early, and that's actually going to be a benefit to Manchester United, who I don't think have a realistic hope of winning this group, given the way they've started the season. But they do have a chance of beating Bayern Munich's second team on the final match day from this group. And that gives us a huge advantage. When you play teams and the situation can be an advantage to you. So whilst Man United are probably going to make a losing start and the qualification odds are going to improve after Wednesday when they inevitably do lose to Bayern Munich... It will benefit them long term because they'll be the final team to play Bayern. They'll get to play Bayern when they're already qualified and they won't play a full strength team. And even if do, even if Bayern Munich do end up playing five or six stars for that game, because I imagine Harry Kane would probably want to come back to England and see friends and family 
and will want to be on that trip. So he'll want to maybe get some minutes under his belt on the pitch as well, as family are likely to be in attendance, friends are likely to be in attendance. I don't think we're going to see a full strength lineup and I don't think we're going to see a full strength effort. So <coughs> that's going to benefit Manchester United significantly. But it doesn't mean they're 100% qualified because I can easily see Manchester United dropping points away to Galatasaray on match day five. That means that Manchester United must pick up maximum points from their games at Old Trafford. So the game between Man United and Galatasaray in the first week of October is going to be key. I think Manchester United have had a poor start to the season, but I don't think that they are bad enough to not qualify from this group. I'm not going to disregard the fact that the home defeat this weekend was our first one in the Premier League in over a year at Old Trafford. So the home record is still strong. I'm not disregarding Old Trafford as a fortress just yet. And therefore, I do think that Manchester United will qualify along with Bayern due to the fact I do feel that we will come through this group with a 100% home record and will probably also win away to Copenhagen, giving us 12 points, which will be enough to qualify behind Bayern, who will win this group as I feel they'll be on 12 points themselves after just four games. So I'm going to take Bayern Munich to win the group with Manchester United to qualify in second spot. Up next, we look at the group containing Arsenal. They are in Group B. They are the favourites to top the group here, which features Sevilla, Lons and PSV Eindhoven. Arsenal are four to six favourites. It's four to one on Sevilla. It's 11 to two on Lons and it's 13 to two on PSV. Arsenal are the one to six favourites to qualify. It's even money on Sevilla. It's six to four on Lons and it's 13 to eight here on PSV Eindhoven. I'm not too sure why the books are so down on PSV Eindhoven because I see the other three teams in this group level and equal to Arsenal. Now, I understand Sevilla have top-tier European pedigree because they continue to win the Europa League every single season, but they haven't been able to do it in the Champions League. What what Sevilla continue to do in Europa League is just a freak occurrence, and it would not surprise me to see them finishing third in this group going into the Europa League and being a viable competitor to win that competition once again, if not win it. So I think PSV have a real chance of qualifying from this group. They're a better team than Lons. Lons have been significantly damaged by a number of outgoings. Their key players that helped them finish second last season are no longer there. So I'm not expecting Lons to pose too much of a threat here in this group which automatically leads me to PSV. Now, the Dutch league is obviously significantly weaker and teams can't continue to cope with their players being sold to bigger clubs. I mean, look at Ajax at the moment. With uh, four games played so far this season, they sit in 12th position. They've only picked up six points, but it hasn't affected PSV. PSV are top of the table, four wins from four, a 100% record, 12 points from 12, 13 goals scored and only one goal conceded. If they can carry this confidence into the Champions League, I think they have a very good chance of coming through this group. So I think Arsenal will win it. I think there's actually value on Arsenal at 4-6 minus 150, as much as I was down on them when we were looking at the outright market, because that was ridiculous. And this is an overrated team. They won't win the Champions League. They won't challenge for the Premier League. But
but they should and will win this group. But PSV, I think, can come through with them. And I like the price on PSV at 13-8 to to qualify along with Arsenal here from this group. Up next, we move on to Group C, which is led by Real Madrid. They are also, like Arsenal, 4-6 favourites to win their group with Napoli at 9-4, to 8-1 on Union Berlin and 16-1 to on Sporting Braga. Real Madrid are at 1-8 to qualify from the group. Napoli at 1-2. It's 2-1 on Union Berlin. And it's 4-1 here on Sporting Braga. Now, this group highlights what is value on Arsenal's group. Because Arsenal at 4-6 is a value pick. Given that Real Madrid are also rated at 4-6. Which isn't a value pick. Um, Real Madrid are in a much tougher group. Union Berlin have shown that they can compete with all of the top teams in Germany on any given day. And as for Napoli, they won Serie A very, very comfortably last season. So while it's not the same Napoli team, and obviously that's because they've lost Spalletti, who spearheaded an incredible campaign last season... It is still a Napoli team with some world-class players that are wanted by almost all of the top European clubs. I'm talking about Cavrascalia and I'm talking about Victor Usherman. So this is a team who could beat you on any given day, particularly on their own patch. And it would not shock me to see... Napoli with a 100% home record in this group. So they are definitely live dogs here to win the group. I'm going to go for Real Madrid though because of the Champions League pedigree. But when you compare it to Arsenal, when you look at Real Madrid being offered up at the same price, I don't think there's as much value here on Real Madrid. So I will pass on it as a play But I do lean on them to get it done because of their Champions League pedigree and because they're just very used to winning and coming through groups like this. But I think Napoli will be the team going through them, through with them. And Napoli will be a team that nobody wants to play in the round of 16. Up next, we move on to Group D, where Inter Milan last season's finalists are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 9 to 4 on Benfica. It's 9-2 on Sociedad and it's 10-1 here on RB Salzburg. The group qualification odds see Inter at 1-3, Benfica at 4-7, it's 5-4 on Real Sociedad and it's 10-3 on Salzburg. I don't have Benfica this much better than Real Sociedad. Um, I believe it's going to be very competitive for second place. I think if you can come through the top four in La Liga, then you are good enough to be one of the top teams in Portugal, given that Benfica, much like Ajax, much like PSV in Holland, and much like Porto in their own league and Sporting in their own league, are a selling club. They always sell their top players, so it's difficult for them each and every year to repeat it. And it's a credit to them how they do. But when you look at the teams on paper, Sociedad are probably better than Benfica. So it would not surprise me to see Sociedad qualifying from this group. As for the group winner, they have it right. And personally, I don't think Inter are short enough. Inter have made a blistering start to Serie A. They do look like they are going to be champions this season. If they continue playing the way that they're going to, continuing to play the way that they've played so far, they're going to be absolutely unstoppable in Serie A this season. And if that carries over to the Champions League, they will win this group, they will win it comfortably, and there'll be a team that absolutely nobody wants to play. We saw how they set we saw how they set themselves up against Manchester City, and that was a very difficult final. And had Romelu Lukaku been able to finish off his chances, 
we would not be talking about a Manchester City treble right now. Granted, Inter Milan have lost players since their Champions League final run, but the Italian giants have been given a more than kind draw here in this one. It's also worth noting they already beat Benfica in the quarterfinals last season en route to winning the Champions League tie against them in reaching a Champions League final and they can definitely see off the Portuguese outfit again I don't really see them as the biggest threat I see more of the threat coming from Sociedad prior to this weekend and Brighton's win at Old Trafford Real Sociedad were the last team to beat Manchester United at Old Trafford and they topped a group featuring Manchester United last season in the Europa League so I'm going to go for Sociedad to qualify here at the price of 5-4 to four, but my main pick is going to be on Inter to win the group I think that's a great price at 10-11 to 11 and I think they'll come through for you and win Group D. Before we move on to Group E, which will signify the halfway point of breaking down these groups, let me take a quick pause to tell you guys about Hall of Fame bets. Hall of Fame bets allows you to win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sporting betting analytics pl- platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Let me also use this pause to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by doing by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win with real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash along the way over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. And that promo code, once again, SGPN. G-P-N. So let's move on to Group E, which is led by Atletico Madrid, who are also the four to six favourites to win their group. A popular price for a group winner this season, minus 150. Lazio are the three to one second favourites, although I have seen better prices on them. I have seen them at seven to two. Um, Feyenoord are at five to one and Celtic are at eight to one. Qualification odds see Atletico at 1 to 5 minus 500, Lazio at 10 to 11, it's 5 to 4 on Feyenoord, and it's 9 to 4 here on Celtic. I do like the price on Lazio to qualify. I do believe they have a chance of qualifying from this group and perhaps even winning it. Atletico Madrid are the favourites in Group D, but they were in the same position a year ago and they finished bottom of their group. This is largely because of Simeone's negative tactics. Now, whilst he hasn't been as guilty of playing those negative tactics this season and we have seen a more attack-minded Atletico Madrid, we haven't yet seen it in the Champions League. So the sample size of Atletico being more potent in attack isn't big enough so far. So it's a wait and see approach from me, particularly when it comes to Atletico Madrid. Lazio, obviously they're here because they were the surprise winners, uh, surprise runners up in Serie A last season. And they could certainly edge out um, Atletico here to win this group if Atletico 
don't play front foot football and take apart these teams who they are better than on paper. They are better than Lazio, they are better than Feyenoord and they are better than Celtic. So there shouldn't be much competition here for Atletico. Their competition will be their manager's constant conservative approach. If we see a more attack-minded Atletico Madrid who can beat the teams in front of them who they are better than, then they should comfortably come through this group. But if they don't, Lazio themselves have a chance and they certainly have a chance of qualifying here from this group. Up next, we move on to Group F and this is the group of death, the most interesting group in the Champions League this season. It's led by Paris Saint-Germain, but even Paris Saint-Germain are the 6-4 plus 150 favourites to win it. Newcastle are the second favourites at 2-1. to one. Straight off the bat, I think that's very, very short for them. It's 5-1 to one on AC Milan, and it's also 5-1 to one on Dortmund. The qualification odds see Paris Saint-Germain at 1-2 to two minus 200. Newcastle at 4-6 minus 150. Again, very short with AC Milan at 6-4 and Dortmund also at 6-4. Don't understand the love for Newcastle here. Don't understand how they have them as the second favourites to win at this group. I personally don't see it. Whilst PSG have an incredibly tough group, they are actually a level above any side in this pool. It's hard to see any side having a solution to Kylian Mbappe. Now he's playing in his favourite role. And um, this is a side who should definitely be boosted by all being on the same page. So it's not like they've had to sacrifice top tier world class players to do that. We just don't have those massive egos here. We just don't have three players vying to be the A-star player in this team. We know who it is. It's Kylian Mbappe. He's the A-list A-star player. He's the main man on the team. But alongside him, we have Asensio. We have Usman Dembele. We have Hakimi. We have uh, Milan Skriniar, who signed this summer as well. We have a solid, world-class goalkeeper in Donnarumma. They have all the weapons. They have all the individuals to go far and to definitely win this group and perhaps even finally challenge to actually win the Champions League this season. They're buying into what Luis Enrique is doing. Obviously, this weekend was a major setback and it makes this pick on, F on, uh, on PSV to win the group a lot more scary. As for who goes through with them, up until this weekend and until they were destroyed by their Milan rivals, Milan rivals Inter, AC Milan had a 100% start to the season. AC Milan were also semi-finalists in this competition last season. So they're the ones who I think have the pedigree to qualify from this group. Dortmund, of course, are a model of inconsistency. And Newcastle, whilst they have built themselves a strong team and they have strong investment, they have absolutely zero experience in the Champions League. Individual players do, but collectively they don't. And neither does Eddie Howe. So I see the prices on Newcastle, not only to win the group, but to qualify from the group is absolutely ridiculous. So I'm going to take PS PSG to win the group at 6-4. to four, And I'm also going to take a punt on AC Milan to be the team who qualify from this group also at six to four plus 150. Up next, we move on to group G. This is a lot more easier to navigate than the previous group that we just looked at, the group of death. 
This is uh, Manchester City's group and Manchester City have been handed a, another gift from the gods as they are the one to six favourites to come through and win a group which features RB Leipzig who are five to one to win the group. Young Boys at 50 to one and Red Star Belgrade also at 50 to one. The qualification odds see Manchester City at one to 66 to qualify from the group with RB Leipzig also at very short odds at one to five. It's five to one on Young Boys. And it's also five to one on Red Star Belgrade. It's a waste of my time even elaborating on this group. Manchester City win. They win early and RB Leipzig go through with them. There is really nothing more to say about it. They are the heavy favourites to win the group. And uh, that is because they won 7-0 at home against the second seeds RB Leipzig. Uh, Red Star Belgrade and Young Boys are no match for them. So City win it. RB Leipzig comes second. Let's move on to a group that's actually worth talking about. And we move on to the final group, which is Group H. That's Barcelona's group, where Barcelona wanted two favourites to win it. It's 9-4 on Porto, 18-1 on Shakhtar Donetsk, and 20-1 on Royal Antwerp. Barcelona are the 1-12 favourites to do what they didn't do last season, which is qualify from the group. Porto at 1-3, 4-1 on Shakhtar, and 9-2 on Royal Antwerp. I probably made a mistake talking about this group being um, more competitive than the City group. It really actually isn't. Um, if Barcelona play to their full strength, uh, they will win this group and they'll win it comfortably. And Porto, who have solid Champions League pedigree, will qualify with them. It's worth noting the price is probably given to you here of 1 to 2 minus 200 because Barca have toiled in Europe in recent years. But they did wrestle back the Spanish title last season and their biggest opposition comes from Porto. Um, this lineup is more than manageable for Barcelona. They should ease to first place. If you look at their biggest competition being Porto, not a single player would get in this Barcelona squad, let alone this Barcelona 11. So, I mean, I may be exaggerating there about the squad part, but nobody's getting in the first 11. Nobody is going to be a viable substitute for Barcelona that you look at any Porto player and say, if they came off the bench, they could transform a game that involves Barcelona. No, not one. So out of the first 16 players, maybe squad is exaggerating, but out of the first 15, 16 players at Barca, no Porto player has a sniff. Barcelona are head and shoulders above the competition here. And therefore, I actually think there is significant value on Barca to win this group at the price of 1-2 to two minus 200. Closing out with your lock for this future show, I'm going to do something I rarely do. Now, you can listen to every single show I've ever done. I've never done what other cappers do, which is take a number of selections, a number of favourites, chuck it together in a parlay and put that out as a big five, ten unit selection. Now, I'm not telling you to do five units. I'm not telling you to do ten units. I'm telling you to read between the lines and listen to the confidence that I have about this play. It's going to be a three team parlay, three teams to win their group. And my selections are going to be Bayern Munich, Manchester City and 
Barcelona. Now, let's start with Manchester City. This group is a complete joke for them. They always get an easy group and they've done it again. They should go through this group with maximum points. Their biggest competition comes from RB Leipzig. And last time they were drawn against Leipzig, they beat them 7-0 at home. So Manchester City will win their group. Bayern Munich's main competition comes from Manchester United. And Manchester United look like a side who may struggle to finish in the top six. Not just the top four, the top six of the Premier League this season. Manchester United need to considerably improve to be in any kind of conversation with Bayern. And the version of United we saw at the weekend aren't in the same conversation with Bayern. Now, they can improve before this group ends and getting Bayern Munich late does benefit them in terms of qualifying, but playing them early doesn't benefit them in terms of winning the group. I expect Bayern Munich to go through this group with a couple of games to spare and to win it comfortably. And I can say the same for Barcelona as well. This is a dream draw when you compare it to last season where they had to get through by Munich and Inter Milan. They couldn't do it. This is a dream draw by comparison. We spoke already about how Porto are the main rivals for Barcelona, but um, Porto don't have a single player who, in my opinion, could get into this Barcelona team. Barcelona last season improved massively as the season went on. The Champions League perhaps came for them a few months too early. But as the season went on, they progressed a lot. They won the league easily. They had the best defence in Europe's top leagues. And that version of Barcelona, or even the version of Barcelona that we've seen so far this season, a team who won 5-0 at home at the weekend, will comfortably win this group. So once again, your lock here for this show is going to be a three-team parlay, all three teams to win their groups. We've gone for Manchester City, we've gone for Bayern Munich, and we've gone for Barcelona as well. This is a plus money selection. So this is a plus money parlay because the bookies are gifting you both Bayern Munich and Barcelona at 1 to 2 minus 200 with Manchester City added on at 1 to 6 minus 600 this parlay pays out 262 pound 50 from a 100 pound stake so you're getting 13 to 8 odds on these three teams winning this group in this three team group winners parlay so once again it's Barcelona Bayern Munich and Manchester City all to win their groups in your three-team lock parlay at the price of 13 to 8. We'd usually finish the show off with the lock, but I am aware that people could be fast-forwarding to get that information. So we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about the top goal scorer in this competition. We did touch on it on the last show, which was the draw reaction, and we're going to touch on it here again. My opinion hasn't changed at all. Erling Haaland leads the market at 6-5, to five, with Harry Kane at 7-2. to two. Keenan Mbappe at 9-2, to two, Robert Lewandowski at 8-1, to one. then it's a big gap down to Victor Ushman at 28-1, to one, and then another big gap down to Gabriel Jesus, Gonzalo, Gonzalo Ramos, Marcus Rashford, Vinny Jr., who are all priced up at 40-1, to one, with Jude Bellingham and Julian Alvarez at 50-1. to one. So, um, I think the winner comes from the top four in the market. Victor Ushman is going to score goals, but I'm not sure how long Napoli will last in the competition. But when you take t- uh, when you take a player from the top four in the market, I do believe 
that all four of those teams, when you're looking at City, Bayern, PSG and Barcelona, will feature and will comfortably feature in the knockout phase and may even all get through to the quarterfinals, depending who they're drawn against. Robert Lewandowski is going to score goals in the group. He always has done. The only concern would be that this conservative version of Barcelona as of late have been winning goals, have been winning games 1-0 or 2-0 and they're happy to do so. That's what we saw for the most part last season. Perhaps this 5-0 result could be a sign of things to come. But at the moment, we have to look at it as an outlier because it has not been what's happened most often. Most often, Barcelona have been winning conservatively and thus have not been scoring enough goals for Robert Lewandowski to be a viable golden boot contender. Kylian Mbappe, he's usually been a player who shared out the goals, but he's definitely the A player now at PSG. And he has been scoring goals since he returned. He's been averaging nearly two per game. And that version of Kylian Mbappe could win the golden boot. Obviously, the off-putting thing is his group. Whilst um, Harry Kane and Erling Haaland are in games where they can rack up goals, rack up braces, rack up hat-tricks, Kylian Mbappe isn't going to be able to do that against the likes of Newcastle, AC Milan and Borussia Dortmund. So the top two in the market makes sense. I would sprinkle on Harry Kane just because he's at a much bigger price, but I do ultimately think Erling Haaland will win the Golden Boot. And that's going to be my selection at the short price for a Golden Boot winner of 6 to 5 plus 120. So that concludes your Champions League future show. Don't forget where you can hear Champions League coverage for the rest of the season. I'm going to be posting out a key game show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast every single match day. So the match day one show will be released in the next 24 hours. But if you want me to cover every single game, search the Lock Betting Podcast and subscribe to that because that's where I'm going to be covering every single match day one game. There's going to be a Tuesday show covering every game. There's going to be a Wednesday game covering every single game. And there's also going to be a Europa League show every single match day as well. So I'm going to be releasing a Europa League and Europa Conference League future show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. But I'll be covering the Europa League and the Europa Conference League exclusively on a Europa League show, which will be exclusive to Lock Betting subscribers. So you can do that via LockBetting.com. But the easiest way to do it is if you've got Apple Podcasts. Just search Lock Betting and you'll see the show on there. And just right-click to listen to it. Right-click to subscribe. And then you'll get coverage of every single Champions League game, plus the Europa League key game show, plus the European show. which I I release every single weekend. That show has a 100% 4-0 lot record this season after another winning lot this weekend. So make sure you get involved if you want to make that money. Good luck with all your bets as always and thanks for listening.